This isn't Grandma's radio show. We talk about slobber knocking fights. Ground and pound. Rear naked chokes. Plug your ears if you don't want to hear it. It's coming up next, another brand new episode of Sucker Radio. This is MMA fight music producer Mikey Ruckus, and you are listening to another edition of Sucker Radio with your host, Jeremy Brand. Be sure to catch all your mixed martial arts news and interviews and updates at www.mmasucker.com. I can't believe Welcome back to a brand new episode of Sucker Radio here on MMASucker.com, as well as our good friends over at LastWordOnSports.com. I'm your host, as always, Jeremy Brand, and uh, we've got one guest for your listening pleasure today. We brought on a media member. It has been ages since Sucker Radio has had a member of the media on, other than someone named Nick Baldwin. Um... And we don't really dive into, you know, it is fight week. We don't dive into UFC 197 at all. We actually talk a lot about what he has going on with his life, how he got into the world of mixed martial arts writing, and of course, Conor McGregor. In a few minutes, I'll be talking to Flow Combat Senior Editor Dwayne Finley. So that's coming up in just a little bit. But as I said, we talked to Conor McGregor. And why did we do that? Because it is... Huge, huge news that came out this week. Earlier in the week, Conor McGregor announced on Twitter that he was retiring. Dana White came out on SportsCenter and said that he was pulled from UFC 200 because he did not want to fulfill press tour obligations or a press conference obligation. They There's sort of a bit of a mix-up between the two wordings, uh, Conor McGregor says it was a world tour that uh, was sort of unreasonable. And Dana White said that it was a press conference. So we don't really know which way it was, but we'll take it for what it was. Conor McGregor said he was retiring. Dana White pulled him from UFC 200. Well, on Thursday, Conor McGregor made a statement. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but let's just say at the end of it, he stated, I am not retired. We knew that was the case. We knew he wasn't going to sit in the back and and stay retired. He, this guy is a fighter. He's a fighter at heart. But you know what? The UFC sort of needs him. So it, it's a little interesting what's going on with Conor McGregor. And yeah, interesting, interesting. This weekend, UFC 197, John Jones versus Ovin St. Peru. Great fight. A lot of people are overlooking it, but I think it is a damn good fight. It'll be interesting to see John Jones return to the Octagon. I'm very excited about that. And in the co-main event, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson throws his title on the line against Henry Cejudo, Olympic wrestler. A lot of people also overlooking Henry Cejudo. Maybe he's a one-trick pony. Who knows? It's going to be a good matchup. I hope DJ um, has taken the time. We know he's doing his whole... Uh, video game thing with Twitch and and all this stuff, and we know he puts a hell of a lot of time into camp. So let's see how this one goes down. Another great fight at UFC 197. The Ultimate Fighter 23 took place last night. Uh, A lot of great matchups. There were some uh, folks from Syndicate MMA who did really well last night. Some scary-looking fighters out of that club in Las Vegas that made the house. The lone Canadian... Alyssa Cron 
did not make the house. She lost to a syndicate fighter, Jamie Moyle, um, in a fantastic fight as well. The Ultimate Fighter 23 goes down Wednesdays. You can catch it on Fox Sports 1, TSN up here in Canada. So I'm not going to ramble on much. In fact, I have two podcasts coming out this week. Tomorrow I'll release a special edition podcast featuring Eddie Bravo because EBI 6, the Eddie Bravo Invitational, goes down on Sunday. So I wanted to chat with him about that. Um, So I'm going to get right into my interview with Dwayne Finley right now. And you can catch me on the flip side. This guy has been around the block when it comes to MMA writing games. He uh, has been over at Bleacher Report. Uh, He's been with a few other known outlets out there. He's now currently the senior editor for Flow Combat. Easily one of the craziest men out there when it comes to, you know, traveling across the country and getting the goods on mixed martial arts out there. He's also one of the best fathers in the mixed martial arts game. Please welcome Dwayne Finley for the first time to Sucker Radio. Dwayne, thanks for joining me, man. Hey, brother. It's a pleasure to... uh to rock and roll with you a little bit, and that was a, that was a pretty swell introduction. You make a guy feel good. <laughs> well, it's it's the truth, man. I mean, sometimes you know, media members don't necessarily get the recognition they deserve, especially guys that aren't the name's name out there. Uh, and you're one of those guys that at times has flown under the radar. So, you know, you need to have a pat on the bat when back when you can. Well, you know, I actually kind of like the. Uh, I kind of like being off the beaten path a little bit, you know. I mean, I'm just in, in a lot of ways. I'm just uh, I'm not like uh, I'm a kind of a different bird, and uh, and yeah, that really that that really didn't matter to me. I know it. I know it. It it, it get some some uh, you know some of our peers out there really get stuck up on that that recognition stuff, but uh, but yeah, man, just just telling good stories and and and, and, uh, and doing good work. That was I, that was my belief that if I continued to do that, then then something uh, the next the next great door would open up and uh, and it has, man. You know, I'm I'm excited about this, and uh, you know, it's funny, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit more, but uh, you know, uh, uh, my good friend and, uh, and and you know Jeremy Jeremy Botter, yeah, um, he's he's kind of the guy. He's kind of like my Dr. Dre. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he is. Like, he's like kind of like my the the Dr. Dre to my Slim Shady because he. He gave me my first really big uh, uh, break at heavy, and then uh, he took me with him to Bleacher Report. And now uh, he's he's my boss at Flow Combat. So I uh, I love the the ginger uh, ninja to death. No kidding. Now, as you said, you know you as we said there, you fly under the radar. You're cool with that, and I think that's the one thing that that I myself and, and I'm sure many people out there love about you is the fact that you are a storyteller. You're out there getting. You're not. You don't care so much about yourself getting out there and the fact that you've written the story. You more so care about getting the story of others out there. And I mean, you had the Fighting Life series. You had the MMA road trip where you traveled across the friggin' country to get stories about these fighters out there. And and that's the cool thing about what you do out there, man. And I appreciate that, uh, brother. And you know, it's funny because I mean, a lot of people say it, but you know, I, I sincerely mean it. I, I think of it from the fans' perspective and and how passionate this community is. And I, and, and I just think that, you know, if I, if, if I could be that, that, that conduit, you know, that you can see it through my eyes, then, then you're, you're going to enjoy it all the more. And, and, you know, granted, I'm not, you know, I, I had some tremendous personal experience and, and learning and, and learning and, 
you know, uh, just development and all those and all those journeys. But it really was for those people that 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 read our stories that follow that follow along. You know, just just something different. And and I'm grateful for for the response and the following that I have. You know, I mean, the the MMA community uh, can be kind of can, can kind of be bitter and uh, a little bit uh, uh, vicious at times. But I haven't really uh, uh, dealt with that much, you know. It's always been, it's always been uh, uh, pretty positive, and uh, yeah, the story's first, and, and that's that's what matters to me. For sure. Now, there's obviously some big news that I want to discuss with you. I also want to chat about Flow Combat, but before we get there, since I haven't actually had you on the show before, and and I don't really know the story of this. How exactly did you get into the mixed martial arts game? I mean, you were with Heavy, you were with Bleacher Report, you're now with Flow Combat. Without going into the Flow Combat part, how did you get into the game of writing about mixed martial arts? And, and, that, that's, and that's the craziest bit of all. Is I don't even come from a journalistic background, and I think that's evident in the way I write. You know, I, I come from a creative background. I, was, uh, I, I had written, uh, you know, I was writing short stories, and then I wrote a novel in 2008. Uh, and that just didn't quite go the way I thought it would. You know, I thought it would be something, a different experience. And it was, I'm not talking about sales or anything. I just thought the whole sliminess of how that industry was, how the publishing industry was at that time, it just kind of turned me sour. And then uh, I was, a, you know, a big fight fan, of course. And somebody, a friend of a friend of a friend was like, hey, BJ Penn has a site. And that's like back when the site was legit and BJ just first launched it. It was just kind of cool. <laughs> Thing. So, uh, somebody got me an email. I hit up uh, JD, uh, BJ's brother, and and started and started there. And it, it's funny because even though that situation would go south like six months later, uh, because of payment and whatnot, uh, the the most crucial thing that I have them to thank for is because somewhere in the early first couple months of my time with the pen, uh, JD said, "Hey, look, we need to get." Uh, features on the site, and 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 uh, the editor or the guy running the site was like, "Yeah, we need to do interviews. We need to get you know original content. Who wants to do it?" And I, me thinking, me being the naive uh, greenhorn that I that I was, thought you know, hey, BJ's gonna have all these contacts. I could be able to rock and roll, talk to all these guys. So I signed up to do it. And then uh, JD was, JD said, "Well, you know, I asked for the contacts. He's like, BJ's not sharing your contact. Figure <laughs> it out." So I mean, I figured, so I. I went to Google. I I uh, found a way to get a hold of Gilbert Melendez. Uh, Gil was my first uh, interview that I ever did in MMA, and then it just went from there. But really, kind of the thing that that crossed me over, launched me, got me through Bloody Elbow. Really, uh, uh, I you know I I started. I met Roy Nelson and his wife Jesse, and and uh, you know I was doing some stuff with them, and then you know just Roy helped me out in the beginning with just kind of hooking me up with some people, and it, that made all the difference, you know. And, here we are, you know, six, seven years later, and, and uh, it's a career. No kidding. Now, as we said, Flow Combat senior editor now, Jeremy Botter brought you over there. What I mean, you left Bleacher Report or let go from Bleacher Report, whatever happened there, but how lucky were you to get Flow Combat? I mean, you're, you're sort of in between gigs when this all came up, correct? Oh, absolutely, man. Like, yeah, like, no, uh, I think it's a pretty well-known situation now at least that yeah i just kind of out of out of the blue got let go from bleacher report after three years and uh, i just didn't see it coming you know I, I i'd been out doing all those projects and i guess they just wanted to go in a different direction and you know no hard feelings anymore i feel like i won that fight now 
But, uh, um, the, uh, yeah, in, in the interim, I was doing the, these, these freelance projects. You know, I did the, the Carlos Condit project for uh, MMA Junkie, and really the kind of truth of that is I was kind of at the end of it. You know, I, 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 I didn't know what the next step was going to be. Um, I didn't know really what this project was going to be. All I knew was that it could be something great. So I put all my eggs in one basket. I put everything I had, kind of left on the table, you know, kind of clout-wise, name-wise, into that project. And it turned out, you know, from I guess what people say, it turned out pretty spectacular. You know, I, I'm pretty proud of it. And, you know, uh, I think I, I kind of raised the bar in some areas for that kind of storytelling. And, uh, um, yeah, but then after that, that was over, I didn't really know. You know, I thought I was, thought I was kind of going to be done. And just like that, you know, uh, Dr. Dre Potter hit me up and said, hey, I got something that you might be interested in and we're super interested in you. And he's like, I, I knew you're the guy to get this done. And he actually had a, he actually almost kind of had to talk me into it, not because I didn't feel like it was a, a great job. I almost just didn't feel like maybe I, I, I could deliver. And, and Botter, uh, Botter gave me the, you know, the pep talk, and here we are, man. We're rocking and rolling. We launched last Wednesday, and we're off to a great start. Seems that way. I've checked out the site. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Flow Grappling because, you know, I'm I'm in on the BJJ scene and, and stuff like that. I, I order it for all the IBJJF events and and whatnot. Um, I know Flow started with the wrestling scene. You know, it's moved over to everything from friggin' BJJ to cheerleading to, to whatever else they got going on. Now they've launched this Flow Combat. What can we expect from uh, the website itself? Well, and, and you're exactly right. Flow Sports is you know, expanded, you know, uh, from their kind of, they, they have their flagship sites, but they're, they're expanding out into other areas, but uh, and particularly in the combat realm and the MMA, the, everything we've just talked about with, uh, you know, my particular brand of storytelling, uh, Jeremy Potter's vision, you know, because um, you know, Potter's actually, he, he, he has a larger job across the scope of everything. I'm, the, I'm at the helm of the, of the combat ship, and it's going to be different, man. It's not you know, this isn't MMA junkie. This isn't MMA fighting. This isn't anything like that. This is those stories that fans have been missing. This is good. This is that place where fans can go to be like, hey, you know, uh, fighter specific stuff. You know, we have uh, some great projects going coming up. Uh, you know, I talked about like the Carlos kind of thing. So anybody's familiar with that? We got uh, you know, there's going to be stuff with Frankie Edgar and a whole bunch of other projects that we have in the works that we're really going to change. The, the way that, that the way that people see this game, that we're we're we're, give, we're going to give fans what they want, and and that's that's the big uh, the mission statement that you know that Bader and I when we when we when we agree to set forth on this, this is what we want to do, and, and I really think it's going to make a difference because it, 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 and this is something that you'll uh, you know uh, you'll particularly like is it I don't want to say I don't want it to sound like it's not a UFC focused situation. But this isn't going to be one of those things where you have just one more interview of the same third or the same quote that like people are getting in a scrum. Yeah, we're, we're focusing on we're going to take it off the beaten path, man. We're going to go into some of the the regional stuff. We're going to find those stories, and and we have the people behind us that believe in that in our in our ability to find those stories and to do that work in these projects. So for 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 guys like Jeremy and I who who really put so much stock in storytelling. This is this is like the golden ticket for us, you know. They've 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 given us the keys to the kingdom, and uh, and we're gonna deliver. Dude, I love it. And I noticed that, I mean, Flow Sports has always been a sort of streaming site where where they stream events and whatnot. I noticed that 
They're going to be streaming events as well. Um, sort of like, you know, Go Fight Live has streaming events. You guys are going to be another, another avenue for that, correct? Absolutely, man. Uh, stream, our, uh, streaming is, uh, um, we're going to be streaming events at, 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 uh, at uh, we're going to, we're going to be that destination for that, man. Uh, we have our first, uh, our first event coming up, Valor 32 in, uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee on the 29th. And, and that's, and that's just going to kind of kick off that side of it. But yeah, it's going to be. Uh, all kinds of uh, we're going to do a ton of events. There's going to be all th- all types of great content in there too. Uh, we have a great video team, and and that's the thing with, with like I said with the Carlos Condit situation. You know, being a storyteller now, I have you know like a, a, a legit thirty for thirty kind of capable squad behind me. You yeah, know, so we can we go out there and show and show these show fans what they've never seen before in, in, in a way that this sport and these athletes in the sport have never been explored. So. I'm all in, man. That's when when they told me that that was kind of the you know that was the one of the focuses. I I'm, I was all aboard. All right, we've chat just over twelve minutes, and uh, some particular Irishman's name has yet to come up, and I'm I'm quite surprised. But we'll do that now. Conor McGregor, the big news of the week, obviously. Um, you know, he says he retires. Dana White comes on to Sports Center and says that they've pulled him from the fight. What do you think of the situation right when it happened? Right when Connor sent out that tweet saying that he was retiring young, what were your initial thoughts? Well, I thought it was either the biggest troll job in the world, or it was going to turn the sport on its ear, and it looks like it was the the latter of the two. I mean, I'm not quite sure how this all plays out, but you know, with the confirmation that he's been pulled for from UFC 200, we definitely know that there is something uh, going down. Uh, I have, you know, I personally feel like it's a nego- negotiation tactic. But you know we'll see. You know Connor's uh, Connor's kind of marched the beat of his own drum for uh, for a long time. But this is also on the UFC. You know this is this is their Frankenstein. They created this. You know they, what they didn't account for was a, was a, an athlete who was smart enough to realize that he could get bigger than the UFC and 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 and, and, and parlay that leverage. So I'm happy for it, man. I'm happy to see fighters getting kind of wise to it. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to, to see how this all plays out. It, you know, if he walks away, he's made a, a ton of money, and he's he, you know he, he's accomplished some great things. Uh, you know, if he sticks around, I'd love to see that too. But I also think he's kind of in a, in a tough situation now because he, he you know the way he's looking, he's kind of cornered between two two guys. You know, Nate Diaz and Frankie Edgar, and those aren't favorable matchups for him. So um, you know, Connor's a gamer, though. I'm not selling him short. I just I think the business side of it, man, that. The guy's kind of second to none, and uh, as, as Joe Rogan would say, a once in a, a once in a lifetime or once a, you know you know once in a generation of athlete. And at this point, I mean, the UFC, as you said, they they've created this monster. Um, he is sort of their big well, he is their big money maker. The UFC needs Conor McGregor at this point right now. Oh, absolutely, they do. They're, I mean, for you know, Dana can go on and FS1, and you can do ESPN and. You can kind of game poker face it. But let's be honest, man. You know, uh, with Rousey getting you know uh, destroyed in in Australia, you know John Jones coming back that that's big for him. Connor's that Connor's that money maker right now. I mean the the kid shattered records. Uh, he's become uh, uh, he's he's crossed over. I mean people who don't even watch MMA that I know that know that I work in MMA they know who Conor McGregor is. They text me when McGregor's fighting. I mean, that's the real deal, and even more than Rousey. So, you know, I think uh, I think that that 
and there's no doubt that the UFC needs him. But McGregor knows that the UFC needs him, and that's what makes him so, you know, uh, uh, gives him such tremendous leverage. So I think, if nothing else, man, just watching this thing plays out, how it plays out is, you know, interesting. I mean, for you, uh, you run news. I mean, we, uh, we don't do a ton of news on uh, on flow, but we just couldn't avoid that one, you know? That yeah. Was, how do you not talk about that? So, I, but you know what I got a kick of it? And let me say this real quick. I want to I want to just kind of address my fellow media members, you know, because it's like, there, like you, you would see that thing went out yesterday, that tweet, and then, you know, the articles were generated, and then everybody came out panning, like, oh, you know, this is just clickbait, clickbait, and then all of a sudden it's not. Granted, there's a tendency in our sport to, to kind of do that, but it's like, all right, man, you know, that this guy's not just going to throw that out there for just, just for the, just for the, you know, for fun. You know, at least I didn't think so. So, you know, and uh, Jeremy uh, Botter, which, you know, that this has kind of been documented now, you know, Jeremy was talking about this, uh, that, uh, that, uh, uh, an eventual split between Connor and the UFC, you know, five months ago. And Dana White went on the record to say, you know, this, you know, weirdo journalist is, you know, you know, full of BS and all this stuff. Bopper was right. Yeah. You know, that's like only the second thing in his life he's ever been right about. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> he's sitting right next to me. So he's like, he's giving me that, the, the look. But, of course. um, but yeah, you know, and that's the thing is, you know, uh, JB's he, he's as plugged into the game as anybody is, and that's what's great because you know I got you know as I launched as we launched this flow thing, he he sit you know he sits right by beside me in the office. I relocated to Austin. You know the family comes. Uh, you know I'm gonna be going back and forth over the summer. The family comes down in August. Um, it's just gonna be a great thing, man, and it's a, it's a great opportunity to really make it uh, to to turn it. To, to put something positive in MMA because there's always so much negative. No kidding. Now, they said that, well, Dana said today, I guess, if, if Connor calls him now, the fight with Nate Diaz is back on. Do you think that actually happens? Brother, I, I was there during the Nick, uh, the UFC 137 circuit in Vegas. So, yeah, I think anything's possible. You know, he, he used that, Dana used that as an example. Well, we pulled Nick Diaz, you know, because he didn't show up for promotion. Well, yeah, but he you end up putting him back in against BJ Penn after that whole circus. So yeah, man, they need Connor. You know, who else are you gonna put in there unless you can lure GSP back, which, you know, who knows if that's gonna happen. I've heard otherwise, but um, you know, I think uh I think they need him. I think if Car if if Connor comes correct, you know, we're three months out. Anything can happen three months. Brother, you've seen you seen what can happen in three days in the sport. With guys like Donald Cerrone, your good buddy there, we do know what happens in three days. Absolutely, man. Like, I, you can't keep up with Cowboy, man. Like, and people, and people kind of, I think people think that's an act. Th- this dude is real. That's that's the real deal. You know, I spent a lot of time with him. I stayed out on the ranch with him. And Cowboy, not only is he a great time, Cowboy is a tremendous human being. But he's the, he's the, he's the like a. It's like some like he like like he watched Point Break when he was a kid, <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna be Bodie, you know. And and that's how the Donald is, man. He's full throttle all the time. Now, if if you were, you know, the masterminds behind the UFC and this Conor McGregor thing doesn't happen, GSP doesn't happen, what do you do with UFC 200? They do. They should the the fight. They should have made a long time ago, man. How do you not? How do you not book the Conor Lawler rematch? First one was classic. You know, everybody wants to see that scrap. Put it on there, and then uh, then hope you you uh, you figure Jones beats OSP, and you do the DC rematch right there. Boom, that saves your card. Nice. Yes, that does. Definitely. Now, Dwayne, just a few more things I want to talk to you about. 
One of which I was extremely jealous about. Your sit down with Brett, the hitman heart. Just, I mean, how friggin' awesome was that? Oh yeah, it was. It, it was. Uh, it was a bucket lister, man. Ten year old Dwayne was going going crazy. Uh, oh, and, and it was phenomenal. And we and we have a a great article up on Flow right now uh, that Hunter uh, Hunter Homestek wrote because you know, he was there with me. And uh, and yeah, it was just tremendous. What a what an amazing guy, and he was humble and he was sincere. It's definitely one of my all time favorite uh, conversations. All right. Lastly, I got to ask you. You know, in the intro, I said one of the greatest fathers in the sport. Now, your son Savage, obviously a big game on Twitter. When can we expect to see him on Flow Combat? I mean, this kid could be right out there doing video interviews and whatnot. <laughs> you, you, you gotta. The, the world isn't ready for full throttle Savage yet, man. <laughs> this, uh, you know, I think like I, I always say, you know, I got one kid who's gonna cure cancer, and the other one's a Bernie Madoff Jr. Um, you know, he, he's a he's a different kind of kid, but man, he. I tell you what, uh, I've never seen. A, a, a child that age that is just so eager to connect with everything around him and it's just a, a delight to see and I, it, it cracks me up how, how everybody takes to him because you know I see him all the time and I work from home his entire life so uh, you know we, he, he grew up bantering with me because I'll talk to the cat if I have to because I talk so much but um, yeah he's a special kid athletically I, I kind of you know I'm biased but uh, he, he's playing AAU basketball and he's tiny you know I mean it's it, I don't know where it comes from, but the kid has the kind of drive that could really be something special. So, uh, yeah, him and his big-headed buddy, Stipe, they can keep their uh, opinions to themselves, though. <laughs> we talked a ton of Flow Combat. He is the senior editor for Flow Combat, Dwayne Finley. Dwayne, thanks a bunch for joining me today, man. Just let people know where they can get a hold of you in the social media game, where they can find all of your writing and whatnot. Obviously, we talked about that, but just let them know again before we let you go here. I want to thank you for having me on, man. It was a, it was a it was a pleasure. But yeah, definitely, everybody listening out there, check out uh, Flow Combat. Uh, it just launched. We have some great stuff up. Uh, you know, follow uh, Twitter at uh, at Flow Combat. Um, you know, my my Twitter's at Dwayne Finley MMA, and just good stuff on deck. We have, we have some great, some super exciting projects. I'm sorry, I can't. I couldn't reveal all of them today because just it's it's just kind of all coming together, but. It's, this is going to be the site you don't want to miss. If, if fighter stories and and athlete specific, you know, uh, um, you know, in depth things are, are are what you like to see or like to read in the sport, you, then you're going to love Flow Combat. Dwayne, it's been awesome, man. Thank you so much, and uh, good luck with the progression of this site, man. I can't wait to see what you guys have up your sleeves. Thank you so much, and you keep up the good work yourself, brother. Thanks a lot, buddy. All right, I'll take care. You too, man. <laughs> Well, that was great having Dwayne on the show for the very first time. I'd like to thank him for stopping by. Make sure you check out MMASucker.com as well as LastWordOnSports.com once this episode's over. And remember, tomorrow we've got a special episode for your listening pleasure with Eddie Bravo. Before I leave you, I'd like to thank my sponsors ProAmBelts.com, BCKimonos.ca, FusionFightGear.com, and of course FloatHouse.ca. 
Make sure you like MMA Sucker on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at MMA Sucker. Follow myself on Twitter at JeremyBrand604. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and rate us and do all that other jazz. So with all that, I'm out. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. Out.